This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Hi, everybody, and welcome. I am your host, Tanya Friedman, and our today's topic is credit, a very big topic, very important topic. We're going to be talking about what is credit. We're going to talk about, as an international healthcare worker, how to establish credit, how to build it, and how to manage it. Today, we have an expert panel of guests who are going to be joining us to talking about this important topic. We have Blair. Hi, Blair. Welcome. Hi, everybody. How are you? Hi, Blair. Nice to see you again. And we're also joined by Rod. Hi, Rod. Welcome. Hi, Tanya. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Let's start off with introductions. Blair, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Um, For those who don't know me, my name is Blair Blanchard, and I am the Community Development Officer in Business Relations for Advantial Federal Credit Union. I am actually located in Louisiana, about as south of Louisiana as you can get, Um, but we have a fantastic program for people in your situation um, in order for you to gain access to financial products once you arrive into the United States. Thank you, Blair. And we can't wait to pick your brains because <laughs> it's a lot of information that nurses need to know about credit. In my, I mean, I come from South Africa. We didn't even know what the word credit meant. So we can't wait to find out more about uh, Blair's perspective. Um, Rod, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Rod Griffin. I'm Senior Director of Consumer Education and Advocacy for Experian. Most people know us as one of the big three credit reporting companies in the U.S. So uh, we are all about credit and and credit scores and all of the things that are so crucial to being able to get access to financial services. And that's what we hope to share. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Rod. So what is the importance of building credit? Um, And I think, Blair, before we even ask that question, let's see what is credit? What, what, let's, let's talk about the basics. What is credit? Okay, great. Yeah, so um, the U.S. banking system assigns um, our, their citizens and, you know, people here a credit score. And that credit score um, is basically your likeliness of being able to pay something back from what you have borrowed. So as simple as we can put it, um, your credit score, the higher it is, the more likely you are able to balance good credit, healthy credit, unhealthy credit, um, and that you are able to bring those items back and have actually the understanding and the finances to back the money that you have borrowed. So um, you're assigned essentially a credit a credit score based on your credit report. And I said last time, your credit report is, is kind of like your your medical history, your medical record. And from your medical record, you get a diagnosis. So your credit score is essentially your diagnosis. Um, so you want to make sure that your, your medical history is healthy as well. That way you um, have a better diagnosis if you even need one. So if your credit report and your credit history is healthy and well-balanced and well-maintained, 
then um, your credit score will be as well. And there are things like such as good credit and healthy credit and not all credit is bad credit. Um, and so that's an uh -huh. understanding that a lot of people don't have because just the word credit alone is very, very scary for some people. Just to know that for many Americans, they don't understand what credit is, the importance, Rod is not in his head there, <laughs> how to establish it, how to manage it. So, um, so you know, a really, really important topic today. We are joined now by Rakesa. Hi, Rakesa. Hello. Hi, everyone. Good evening or good morning. Good morning. Welcome. We are excited to have you on the show. Rakesa, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and give our viewers a little bit about your background? Oh, hi everyone. My name is Lucasa, and yes, I am a Connetics baby. I have been here in uh, the U.S. for four years now. And um, first, I was assigned in uh, Florida. After my um, contract in Florida, I have become um, a travel nurse. So I have been traveling traveling all around uh, the U.S. for uh, to become um, to um, to as a PCU as a med surge med talent nurse. So, okay. So I am living the life. <laughs> living the life. I was gonna just say, living the American dream. Yeah. You're living the dream that everybody who's watching would love to be enjoying. Rakesa, in terms of credit, what was the first time? Can you remember? Think back. What was the first time you ever heard the word credit? Uh, at first, um, I have been hearing about it when I was in the Philippines from my sister, but I have not really complete, uh, really had a grasp uh, of what is all about until I came here. Um, because Connetics care of everything. So uh, when I came here, so Connetics did everything for us. When we came here on the first week, um, there were the uh, the credit cards company came to our hospital and gave us the credit cards. So. Really, it, it was nothing that much. Uh, uh, it was not such a big deal for me. But when I started to buy my first car, buy my house, that's when it hit me that, oh, I need a financial identity. I need this credit, uh, credit history. Oh, that's, when, that's when things get um, really sucked in to me. Okay. Rod, um, before we talk about like the the intricacies of credit and the good and the bad credit and, and how to manage it and all of those uh, important details. And can you explain to our viewers just a little bit about what is a credit score and, and the three um, different bureaus and how they operate? Sure. And that's, you know, we talk about, and Rakesha touched, touched on it, uh, that credit is, uh, having a credit history is really the key to unlocking your financial access uh, in our country. So building a credit report means that you have, have to have a credit account. Once you have a credit account, which is either a credit card or it could be a loan, like said, it sounds like she's really doing all the right things. She has a car and a house. That's about using credit well uh, and building a credit history. There are three national credit reporting companies, uh, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Uh, and in the slide, I always explain that credit itself is really an agreement between you and a lender under a contract that specifies when you borrow money, how much you'll repay, which repay all that you borrow, plus interest and fees. It's all of the things we know about credit cards, mortgage loans, auto loans. Uh, today, when it comes to a credit report and building a credit history, it could also involve 
things like uh, streaming services for even Netflix or Hulu. It could be utility bills like natural gas, water, electricity. Uh, it could be your cell phone bill that helps you create and, and grow a credit history. That credit history is what lenders are going to look at uh, to determine whether or not you will, or the risk of uh, repaying a debt as agreed. And they use credit scores to help analyze that information. So another way I describe it is your credit report, if you're in school, is like the paper you do in school. You're the one completing that information. The way you use credit and the way you manage it is is your credit history becomes part of that credit report. A credit score is like the grade you receive. It's what the, the teacher who is like the bank applies. So they use credit scores to analyze the information in the credit report to predict the likelihood that you'll repay a debt as agreed. It's uh, pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, scores are typically a three-digit number, usually 350 to eight, 350 to 850, but some go higher than that. Uh, some have different scales. There are lots of different credit scores. But you only have three credit reports. So I think the most important thing I can share today is that if you take care of your credit report, take care of your credit history, you're going to have good credit scores. So worry about the credit report first and foremost. Make sure that you're paying those bills on time, keeping your credit card balances low, and your credit scores will reflect that. You'll have good scores. So okay. really pretty simple and to say sometimes a lot harder to do. Okay. So that's really um, some uh, common sense good advice is worry about your credit report and your credit score will then take care of itself, right, Rod? Yes, absolutely true. Um, okay, so um, Rod, you spoke about the difference between a credit report and a credit score. Requesa, did you know about that when you first came here, the difference between a credit report and a credit score? All right. Um, no, I did not have any idea what it's, what the score is all about. Uh, because uh, when I heard about the credit scoring, I thought, oh, okay, I have a good, uh, uh, I have a good uh, credit history in the Philippines, so I think that should count. But no, when I came here, I didn't know that I will be going back from uh, 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 back to zero. So really, I had no idea what the scoring was all about. Will my credit score here in the UK be considered when I move to the US, Blair? No. <laughs> um, your credit score, whether good or bad, does not uh, cross borders. So um, unfortunately or fortunately for some, um, it does not translate over to uh, the U.S. Okay, which can be a... I would, a, a, a I'd add too, um, Experian is actually a British company, so I love that question. Okay. Uh, we, we're a, the world's largest information services provider. We actually operate in 40 different countries, and our former CEO of North America actually emigrated from the UK, worked in, in England, uh, had a, obviously a very strong credit history in England, came here, he had to start all over again. So our own employees, uh, their credit reports don't transfer across national boundaries for lots of reasons. Laws are different. The content in them can be different. Uh, the way that people are identified uh, are, can be different. So for example, in the US, uh, social security numbers are one key identifier in England and UK. Uh, they actually use voter roll registration. Uh, so that doesn't translate well. So your credit report exists for you in the country where you are 
living and working, uh, but it won't travel with you across national boundaries. Unfortunately. And in fact, I came from South Africa. I was an immigrant myself. I came here 22 years ago. I'd never heard the term credit because we didn't, well, in those days, I don't even know if it's changed in South Africa now, but we didn't know uh, anything about credit. I, I, I always tell the story. I went to go with my husband and my two little kids to buy a car. And, we, you know, we, everyone was all excited and the salesman was excited. And we went, to, I think it was Toyota, and we picked up the car and we picked up the color. And everyone was like, all abuzz with with um, with happiness and our first car in America, um, and the salesman came back with this long face afterwards, and he was like, "You don't have credit." And my husband and I looked at each other and were like, "What is that?" We never even heard the, the term before. <laughs> Establishing credit. So, does newly immigrant does newly immigrant nurses are able to get a good credit limit upon arriving in the U.S even without credit history in the U.S. So, Blair, one of the, um, you know, the things that um, nurses, um, you know, we hear all the time is like, how do I get started? Yes. Um, this is probably one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm so sorry if you've been on here before because you're going to hear me like a broken record. <laughs> um, but you have to do your research and find a financial institution or a lender or a company that has a program specifically designed for people in your situation. If you walk into any financial institution or bank, excuse me, off the street and go in and say, hi, this is my situation. I would like a credit card. You're not going to get a very high limit if you are even able to get the credit card and your APR is going to most likely be very astronomical. Same for a car loan, um, same for a mortgage, any any lending type products that revo- that require credit, your APR, which is your, your annual percentage rate, which is the interest that you're going to be paying back, is going to be extremely, extremely high because you will put into a tier of people with people that have a very low credit score, being that you do not have any credit. So what you need to do is find a company, a bank, a credit union, an institution that has a program specifically designed, has a tier individualized for somebody in your situation and has pre-approved limits for you guys. So for example, um, at Advantial, our inbound USA program grants all of the nurses. And again, you have to be employed through one of our select employers, just like Kinetics. Um, But you are guaranteed a $2,500 limit on a credit card and you are guaranteed a $30,000 limit on an auto loan. From there, once you are here and have established residency in the United States, after two years, you are eligible for mortgages. Um, You can get a mortgage earlier if you have enough money to put a down payment, and there are a couple other requirements, but all of our loan products in that program are designed for people in your situation. They're not a bank trying to take advantage of you or chances are a bank that may not even be able to do business with you because of their requirements. So the first step in getting started is absolutely doing your research, whether that's going through someone who partners with your company like us or doing a simple Google search on financial institutions that have programs for immigrants and people relocating to the United States. Okay, great, Blair. So I think that answers a lot of people's questions. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, 
please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Rod, this question is for you. It's not the financial institution that gives the credit scores, right? So right. There are the credit scoring com- uh, credit reporting companies like Experian. Uh, we do the credit reports. There are other companies like FICO is a well-known one, Vantage Score, and, and others. Uh, and many large banks have their own scoring divisions. They create the algorithms, the formulas that are used to calculate the score. So there are several different players in that cycle. And so the credit reporting companies, we collect that information and store it. The credit scoring company, the lender asks for the report and they select which scores they want to use. The scoring companies like FICO then uh, create the algorithms that calculate the scores. Uh, And so those scores are based on the information in a report, particularly your account information, uh, which is uh, critical. So what kinds of accounts do you have? And uh, what are the balances in those accounts? Are they paid on time? That, That kind of information. There may be uh, we hope not, but occasionally bankruptcy public records. But the information of credit reports, all that related, that's what they're looking at. Uh, I would add uh, a couple of things in terms of building credit. Can you explain the, just the difference between the different companies? I think we have a graphic about that as well. Why are there three different companies? Because that kind of adds a whole nother layer of confusion for an already confusing process. Yeah, so there are three credit reporting companies, uh, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Those are the three major companies. It's kind of like in the U.S. we have or had three major car companies. So we have Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler. Uh, And it's historical in part. Experian, when it was founded, uh, was founded where I am here in Texas uh, by a man named Jim Chilton that grew into TRW, which eventually became Experian, uh, and it kind of covered the western part of the United States. TransUnion's based in Chicago. It kind of grew up the same way, but covered the middle of the country, and Equifax is based in Atlanta, Georgia, in the southeast, and kind of covered the eastern part over the course of about 100 years. uh, So they all kind of came into being around the early 1900s, late 1800s, and, and they eventually grew to be competitive on a national level. So there are three national credit reporting companies. Uh, We all do basically the same thing, but we all do it a bit differently. uh, And we compete on the quality of the work we do. Uh, So, uh, you know, our credit reports that Experian, we like, we believe are more accurate, more complete, uh, more thorough. uh, And that's kind of what we all compete on. But that's why you have three different credit reports. It's a, a national system. Uh, it's voluntary. Lenders don't have to report to the credit reporting companies. Almost all of them do, uh, but they don't have to. Uh, what the federal law says is if they choose to report, what they have to do when they report that information it has to be accurate, has to be updated, has to be disputable, uh, all of those sorts of things. Okay. Thank you, Rod. That's really helpful to kind of give just a background to the process. Before we talk about building credit or managing credit, let's just talk a little bit about establishing credit. How did you go about that? So, Rakeza, let's maybe start with you. How did you establish credit when you first arrived here? Well, um, as I have said earlier, Connectix uh, gave it to us uh, on a silver platter. When we uh, when we arrived in the hospital during the orientation week, um, Two credit card companies were invite, invited. 
and uh, gave us gave everybody um, uh, credit cards. So it was for us because um, Connectics uh, had it laid down at the table. That it's, it's very easy for us. Um, I got two credit cards that once I once I uh, uh, on the first week of my uh, of my of my work, and then uh, the the hospital gave us uh, a letter that we can uh, um, show to the car companies uh, like uh, like an assurance that we are um, we are part of the uh, the uh, hospital so we can we can buy uh, um, uh, we can uh, get a car so most of my um, batchmates uh, bought their first car on their first week so it was very uh, easy for us Okay, good. So it really it sounds like it wasn't too stressful, which is good. We love to hear that. Um, Blair, is it advisable to apply for an American Express credit card while I'm here in the UK? Is that advisable and does that help with credit when you arrive in the United States? Um, most credit card issuers are going to have the requirement that you have a U.S. address. Um, that's probably going to be the first requirement. I would also very much stress do not um, have your mind set on just an American Express card. I know that there's American Express, there's MasterCard, there's Visa, there's Discover Card, there's a ton. But you really, really need to do your research and you really need to focus on a card that does not have an astronomical APR for somebody in your situation, a card that has no annual fee, no balance transfer fees, foreign transaction fees are going to be huge for you guys. So you don't want a foreign transaction fee. Um, and then even a reward system is something that you would want to take advantage of. So for every purchase, you get rewards. It can redeem cash back. And also make sure that it's um, a card that you can use in a variety of places. Some businesses, some areas do not do business. Um, they won't accept certain types of cards. So it's very, very important to not only do your research on a financial institution, but do your research on the type of credit card that you're using and more so than just what the APR is. Because like I said, you want to look at all of those fees, balance transfer fees, foreign transaction fees, annual fees, um, all of those sorts of things. So I am honestly, I'm not familiar with American Express other than that they're a credit card company. Um, offer a different card, um, but I would make sure that we aren't just focusing on the first card and don't fall for the scheme of, you know, what a company can uh, promise you based on your first Google search. I mean, it takes understanding that in all honesty, U.S. citizens, again, don't fully comprehend because a lot of times people grab credit cards and apply for credit cards, any credit card they can get their hands on just to be able to open a line of credit to bail themselves out of debt by putting them into more debt. So your average American does not understand the banking system, much less how credit works. Um, but it, it takes it takes a lot of research and a lot of understanding. Thank you. Thank I would, you. Sorry. I agree with everything Blair said, but if I can add one thing that might be beneficial, and, and I think she's, Blair's absolutely right about not focusing on a, a single card provider, but one of the advantages potentially from establishing a credit history is that if you are working with an international bank, uh, they may be able to transfer that account to the U.S. operation when you move. 
and then that would be potentially reported. So you could, it could help establish a credit report. So that, that might be one advantage. Um, okay. But again, considering everything Blair said as well. Thank you, Rod. That's really interesting. And, I, and um, Ryan, can you share with everybody, before we're talking about managing or building your credit, can you talk a little bit about how you establish credit and maybe what somebody can learn from you? Okay. So my case, I came here in 2017, and then um, my family, they are the one who helped me and introduced me about credit, his, uh, credit score, credit history, and applying for credit cards. And then based from their what they're saying and based from my research, I was able to establish a certain grasp of what is it all about. So I started first with a um, card from a shop, and then uh, my bank also, I opened up a credit card in my bank. I mean, I really have no problem with credit card because, like, I always pay on time. Like, even though I have a credit card, but they say I have to use it. Like, I use it, and then that it appears how, how much I spent. I just pay it on time because I'm allergic to, you know, credit and debts and loans. Like, why would I have to, you know, use it? Like, because in the Philippines, uh, I am used to this cash-based, you know, thing. It's a cash-based society. So, and I was able to have a good credit score, actually. I was able to buy a house after a year. I called my bank. Oh, wow. buying the house. Um, I, I think after a year, um, in work, my co-worker, a CNA, um, was being uploaded by my co-worker because she bought a house. I said, wow, congratulations, you were able to buy a house. And then my co-worker said, oh, you can also buy a house here, a nurse? And I said, really? I just came here like, a year ago, and they said, don't worry, just ask your bank. If the bank don't don't allow you, it's okay. So, I, so it, it made me think, yeah, you know what, that's right. I just called the bank. If the bank would not allow me, then that's fine. I mean, nothing will be lost, right? So I called the bank the next day, and then the next day, um, I said, I, um, can I apply for a, a mortgage loan? And then the bank said, asked uh, questions like, um, let me ask you, um, how long have you been working? I said, um, like a year. And how long have you been here in the U.S.? Like a year. And then the bank said, oh, you should be at least two years here in America. You should be at least two years in your work. But anyway, um, we can still um, qualify. And then I submitted my, I think my base tab. I submitted my W-2. And then after two days, they called me. Hey, congratulations. Um, you are... <laughs> and, yeah, I started the process, and then I said how much, you know, much I needed. They give me a good, you know, amount. That's so, wow. I was so excited. And then, yeah, I was able to buy a house when I'm just here for like one year and six months. Wow. That is so inspirational, Ryan. What a great story. And thing is, my, my mortgage interest was 5.7. That was in 2018. So I came here 2017. I got the house at 2018, October. And then after two years, I refinanced my house, like in 2020. And then my from 30 years, I make it to 15 years. And for a 1.5 interest rate, the, according to my bank, I am the lowest interest in their history. 
wow. And so it's so funny because from 30 years, it was down now to 15 years. And my mortgage is now actually, isn't it, from 30 years to 15 years, it should be higher. But my mortgage becomes even lower because it's 1.5 interest rate. And right, my credit score is more than 800. Wow. It's funny. It's not funny. That's impressive, Ryan. Wow. That is a great success story. And I know there are so many healthcare workers outside and inside the United States that were looking at you in awe and thinking, wow, that is really inspiration, inspirational. And like Rakesa, really living the American dream. So thank you for sharing that story because not many nurses are able to accomplish that in such a short space of time that's more unusual and and really speaks a lot to your um your financial habits and um, what i do is just I, I i work a lot i work a lot because i love working i like my job as a nurse that's why i mean i'm making good money secondly i am really allergic to loans in debt. like i don't I, I my only debt right now is my mortgage other than that i pay everything and then i try to manage my i try to have a notebook of my spending, like everything, every detail. Every month, I try to make sure that I am on this budget. Wow. And I have some splurge myself. I have now like almost 11 credit cards, but I use it, but I pay it on time. It's a different credit card, but I pay everything on time. Wow. Well, that, that's really impressive, Ryan. And, and I think we, we, we've got to do another show on how to budget and fi- do a financial plan. And you've got to come back and give us a bit more detail about that. Because I think that that is really, um, you know, I love when you say you're allergic to debt. Oh, my goodness. Because for many international nurses, when they come here and they see all the great shiny things that you can buy, can really get themselves into financial debt. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.